0: Hey there, mama. Welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. Today, we are going to be continuing our low-tox series for the month of January, leading into the home detox method. So if you didn't catch the previous episode, pause this now, go back and listen to it because I share with you that we have launched the home detox method where we are going to simplify Eliminating toxins in your home, going low tox. We have made it a step by step, room by room process where you can completely do it in eight weeks or less. You can go a lot faster if you want, but we are doing it week by week. This is the first time we are going to run it live. The only time, sorry, the only time that we are going to be running it as a live course. So it is now open. You can go. To wholesomemama.com and go on to the waitlist. We are, you go to the waitlist, you get access to all the pre launch bonuses, but we are going, we are starting on February 1st. So make sure you go to the website to sign up. But today I am digging into probably the most common question or the the most common thing that is brought up when I talk to other mums, other women about going low tops. And that is, I don't know how to read labels. How do I read ingredient lists? How do I know what I need to avoid? How do I know what is bad? What do I need to be looking out for? What's good? What's not? Because it's all confusing. And so today we are going to get into ingredient list and where to start. I'm going to simplify it right down for you. So let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mom whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night, scattered, thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it. Until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. So the thing with ingredient lists is it is so important that you actually don't look at the marketing on the product. There's this thing called greenwashing and that is where the marketing team of a product are really clever and are using colours and words and pictures to make you think that something is better than it actually is. So things like the colour green, we associate with nature, with earth, with with life, with goodness, with um, fruitfulness, with being green, because it's green, but you know, green and clean, um, being eco friendly. We associate that with the color green. And that is something that marketing has very cleverly done. You know, grass is green, leaves are green, trees are green, hills are green. And so by using the color green, our brain goes, oh, well, that's green. So that's good. So that's how they use color. They use pictures like the earth. That's probably the number one, one that you see is they've got a picture of the earth and that makes us think, well, this must be eco-friendly. This must be good for the earth. This must be a good product. You know, other things are like, Uh, water or smiley faces, um, sun, things like that, where we think, well, this must be good for for nature. And then the last thing, which is probably the worst, is that they use words. So they use words such as eco, eco eco-friendly, They use non-tox, non-toxic, pure, organic, natural, all those kinds of words they use. And the thing is, and the scary thing is, is that they can use them. They can use the word organic. And you might, when you look around and read the list, there's only one thing, one ingredient in that product that is actually organic and it may not even be certified organic. So there's no way to tell if it is actually organic or not. So that is what greenwashing is where they have the marketing team of a product have basically washed it over to make it look like it's good. To make it look like it's good for you, good for the earth, because that is what we, we want. We want to be conscious consumers. We want to know what we are buying. We want to know what we are bringing in our home. If you were to look at, you know, price aside, and that is something that we'll get into a lot in the home detox method is we bust the whole idea that living low tox and getting rid of toxins is way more expensive because we have actually done it cheaper. If not the same, it is a cheaper option. And we have provided in the course for you, we have provided DIY recipes where you can make it for a fraction of the cost of what the toxic option is, let alone the non-toxic option. And then for those of you who don't want to um, make your own products, we have links and lists of products that we we use and we recommend and we have we have done the research for you we have that is what we have been spending the last how many weeks um uh, we well really we both individually have been doing the last years but we want to make sure that we've got the best ones for you so we have been researching ingredient lists and all the things to make sure that we are bringing you a range of options so no matter what your budget mm-hmm this will be able to help you because we're, we're mums too. We get life. We understand life. So now that we've gone through what greenwashing is and that is why it is so important that you actually pick up the product and turn around to look at the ingredient list as to what is in there. So let's start with personal care products. And I, I have a general rule when it comes to, I'll get to food later, but when it comes to food, anything I cannot pronounce or anything that is not food, I don't buy it. Actually, let's just do food. Let's just do food first. Change of plans. Let's do food first. So if I'm in the supermarket and I am buying, I don't know, pasta sauce, I will pick up the, I don't look at the front and little sneaky tip If you, when you are in the supermarket looking at food, look at the top shelf or the bottom shelf because the big brands pay to have eye height, middle shelf placement. So if you look, I generally look bottom shelf, top shelf, and that's where I find a lot of the cleaner options. Um, And also don't be afraid to get home brand. So there's there's a few different things that I look at when I am when I'm buying food. So obviously as much fresh fruit and veggies as possible. Like as much as possible organic where you can. I go by the dirty dozen clean 15. So the dirty dozen are what I always try to buy organic because they soak up the most pesticides. So things like bananas, I don't, I don't buy organic because I'm peeling off the skin anyway. But things like berries, particularly, I will try and buy organic where possible, where one the um, supply is there and two the price of them works with what I'm, what budget I am working with. Because you know, organic berries, some days they're twelve dollars, some days they're four dollars. So anyway. So that is one thing that I do when I'm buying as much fruit and veggies as I can because, you know, eating a non-organic piece of fruit or non-organic broccoli is much better for you than eating most of the other stuff in the whole supermarket anyway. So that is fresh fruit and veggies. Then when I'm going to actually buying packaged products, I will look at... First of all, any numbers. If there are any numbers, I instantly put it back because I know that that is not food. God didn't create food with numbers. So if it has numbers on it, I put it back. If there's anything I can't pronounce and like, you know, look and go, that's not not just a food that I can't pronounce. That is actually like a chemical that I can't pronounce, then it goes back. So that is where I would would start. The other thing I would also steer clear from are flavors and colors. So you really need to use caution when it comes to natural flavors and colors because again, similar to the greenwashing, if they say natural pineapple flavor, They don't necessarily mean that they got their flavor from a pineapple. They can get away with this by the fact that pineapple is something that is naturally occurring. But they made the pineapple flavor with chemicals. But because pineapple is natural, they can get away with calling that natural flavor. And the same with colors. So you really need to be, use caution. You know, I've, I've been the person to some of my kids' favorite things. I've emailed the company and said, you say you use natural flavors and colors and you please share what exactly that means. And they, a lot of the time, will share it, especially if they are literally getting it from the juice of a fruit. They, if they don't share it, you know that it's not. It's because it's chemical and it's it's bad. So that's just a little note on natural flavors and colors. So I will I will usually avoid that. I do I avoid that and uh, as much as I can. The other thing I really avoid is vegetable canola and seed oils. So which this is hard because a lot of food has these always like sunflower oil, um, canola oil, vegetable oil, but our body, that's actually not good for our body, our body. And I know vegetable oil, you think, oh, it says the word vegetable, so it must be good. And there are times where like the corn chips that we get, the ones that we usually get because they're, again, work with the budget. And this is why you have to You have to be able to work this for your family. So, the corn chips that we get have sunflower oil because I know that it's just a little bit. And that's the best option that I have available at our local supermarket down the road for the price of my budget. I don't have, we don't have $500 a week to do our groceries to buy everything completely clean. So, it's give and take, but definitely numbers definitely anything that is not food that I can't pronounce goes back. So that is food. That's reading labels with food. And food is a bit easier to, to look at than products. So things like your shampoo and conditioner, your soap, your laundry detergent, your dishwashing powder, all those kinds of things They are a bit trickier to navigate when it comes to reading the labels. But again, it's so important that you turn it around and read the label and know what exactly is in this that, you know, you're washing up your dishes and then you wipe dry them and you eat straight off them. You're washing your clothes in this powder And then your clothes, you're drying them and they're going straight on your body and you are wearing them basically 24 hours a day. So I have a few things. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine kind of top top things. I'm only going to go into a few of them just for time's sake, but we go into this. There is a whole module in the home detox method of reading labels. We unpack everything in that this course for you so the top one that I instantly put back instantly there is not a thing in my home with fragrance in it fragrance or parfum so it's basically the cover for fragrance is a sneaky way that companies get around covering and it's up to around 4,000 chemicals in their products. And so it's proprietary information. So they don't have to share it with you because it's under fragrance. And that's why a lot of these companies, when you say to them, you ask them to unpack what fragrance is in their product and they will... 99 times out of 100 come back and say it's proprietary information that is uh, covered by the company so we can't disclose it to you so if you if there was nothing really bad to hide if you had nothing to hide you wouldn't hide it so testing and there is so much testing and research that has gone into uncovering fragrance and i don't i don't think that the stink movie is still available on netflix but i'm sure it's available online go and watch the stink movie and this is basically it's a story of a dad who unpacks fragrance he opens pandora's box into looking at what fragrance is so i just stay away with that because Research has shown that the ingredients in fragrance, the chemicals, is a chemical cocktail, basically. And it has been proven to be linked to things like skin conditions and allergies and respiratory conditions, hyperactivity, migraines, irritability, depressions. There's neurotoxins in there. There's endocrine disruptors. So perfume, which you are literally spraying on your throat, and on your chest, so on your thyroid, on your glands, your skin is absorbing it. Whatever you put on your skin, your bloodstream absorbs it. So the chemicals you are putting on your skin, your body is absorbing them. And they have been proven to be full of endocrine disruptors, which means that you are basically messing with your hormones. They are endocrine disruptors, means hormone disruptors. So you are irritating and getting your hormones way out of balance. And as someone who used perfume all day, every day, and had a chronic endometriosis and a range of other, you know, I my toxic load was so huge. And we talked about toxic load last week and, and why we need to reduce it and the importance of reducing it. My hormones is the biggest change that I have seen in my body, and that is the only thing that I can put it down to is going low tox and getting rid of fragrance and perfume is so crucial. So that is the number one. That is the absolute. If there is anything with fragrance, instantly bad. The other thing is SLS and SLES. So sodium laurel sulfate and sodium laureth sulfates. (laughs) They are known to cause brain, heart, liver, eye problems, like a whole range of problems in your body. A few of the other ones that I make sure I try and avoid are sulfates, talc, benzene, oxybenzones, um, PEG. So if there's anything PEG, which stands for polyethylene glycols, They are petroleum-based compounds that are used as cream bases. So PEGs are often found in like soaps and facial products, things like that. I absolutely avoid them because they're petroleum-based. I don't want no petroleum-based, nothing going near me. And then the other one are parabens, which is basically a catch name for a wide range of preservatives. And I just want to stay away from as many preservatives food in my products because they are chemicals and we talked about why why we need to avoid chemicals that are toxic to us to reduce our toxic load so that is why it is so important to read ingredient lists and that is how you do it simply and I think I hope that this is a good place for you to start with you know with food just numbers and what you can't pronounce and just start there, and then look. Okay, what what have I got that's got flavors? And then and then get rid of that. And then with your home and personal care products, like all your cleaning products, all your bathroom products, your personal care products, those kinds of things, fragrance. Just start with fragrance. Just start there, and get rid of that. So a couple couple of the other things that I look for that um, you know I like. I like local made stuff. I like because I'm here in Australia. I like to get Australian made stuff where I can. So, but again, it's looking at what what works for you and your family and your budget. And again, a lot of a lot of the stuff, particularly a lot of the home and cleaning products and personal care products, I now make. I make using essential oils because it's. I know where they're coming from. I know that they actually are pure and I know that they are nature. And it's God's creation. God made everything we needed in the earth. And I totally believe that. And that's why I love and use them. And if you want to get started with essential oils, I've got a link in the show notes for you to do that. But I hope that this was helpful. The other thing that I wanted to share before I forget is there's a few apps you can use as well. So the Chemical Maze is one that I absolutely love for... um, It's an app on the phone and it's so easy to just quickly look up items, um, ingredients and products and things like that. So you type in the ingredients and it's got a green smiley face if it's good, a red smiley face if it's bad. Super simple, super easy to use. It's got pretty well everything Um, There's a few others like the EWG. That's a really good one. The other app is called Think Dirty where you can put in a product and it will tell you it will rate it. So the EWG also does a rating system too which just makes it easy for people like me who just want to quickly type it in give me a green yes or a red no and, and we're good. So that is simplified down reading ingredient lists. And as I said, we we go into this a lot more in detail and in depth in the home detox method. So if you are ready to get serious that this is the year that you want to get rid of the toxic chemicals in your home, that you want to be empowered with your family's health, that you want to take control and be more conscious make sure you come over to wholesomemama.com links are all in the show notes as always but mama have a beautiful day and i will see you here for another episode of the wholesome mama show well that wraps up another episode and i pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.